an introduction episode of my podcast. I still don't have a name for it. I'm hoping to call it something along the lines of Creases and Corners. I hope the name isn't taken, but I have no idea. I'm going to have to check into that. Anyway, this all got started with my grandmother. This was back when I was about six years old. Let's not say how old I am right now, but let's, needless to say, it was a few years ago. Anyway, it all got started when I was sitting in her kitchen. I was asked to, to leave. I have no idea what she wanted to talk to my mother about, but it just felt that as though I was being punished. So what could I do? I mean, I was sitting in the kitchen minding my business, and next thing you know, my grandmother says, oh, I need you to leave. So I did. And I went into the living room. I sat on her green chair. I was kind of twirling around, just staring off into space as I did at that particular point in my life. I mean, I still do that now, but I usually get yelled at it for some reason or another. <laughs> anyway, I noticed her bookshelf and that there was a comic book sitting on it. So I walked over to the comic book on the shelf and I just said, oh, there's one sitting over there and I plucked it out. There it was. Done. And that's how it all got started. Of course, I don't think my grandmother realized what she created. And of course, at that particular point, I didn't have a lot of money. So I had to rely on, okay, birthdays and Christmas and you know, whatever holidays might pop up throughout the year, you know, or just my mother being my mother, you know, buying comic books at the grocery store. But mind you, they were mostly Archie's, simply for the reason that they were age appropriate. That was what I enjoyed reading, and she didn't have much of a problem with me reading them. So, of course, she said, Here you go, read them all you want. So I did. In fact, I even wrote a book report about it. I'm completely serious. I didn't keep that book report, however. I actually did write a book report on an Archie's Double Digest. Why? I have no idea. But I did it anyway because I don't know what I was thinking. Anyway, my grandmother, again, also bought me comic books whenever she could, and she actually gave me a bunch of her comic books after my grandfather had passed away. I got some of them from him. Mind you, back in those days, the books were often used to insulate houses because they didn't have a lot of insulation and they couldn't afford it. So they took out all the comic books and they basically used them as wallpaper insulation, more or less, to keep the house warm. So not a lot of books from that particular era came out alive in one piece. You can just imagine that being the case of, oh, I gotta take this comic book and step it against the wall because it's getting cold in here. I can't afford to pay the heating bill. Anyway, that's what happens with old comic books. But I got some of them. I still have all of the comic books, and including the original one that I got from my grandmother. Mind you, the book is coverless. It is split in half. It isn't worth a buffalo nickel. But I enjoy it anyway because it's a keepsake memorabilia. It's more or less just something I keep as sentimental value more than market value. The main reason I collected comic books as a kid was because I thought, oh, this is fun, and I didn't really think too much about it as an investment, at least not at that particular point. But obviously, as time goes on, you change your perspective, and things do focus more on, okay, I need to get a job, or I need to get some money, 
I need to focus on other things, I need to keep myself going, and you can use comic books as an investment piece, but not all comic books are worth a lot of money. Some of them haven't budged in value since they were printed. Take for instance, I had a book, Scorpio Rose. My goodness, my my aunt, I love her to pieces. She's, she's exhausting, but I love her anyway. She bought me a bunch of comic books from a little renovated church that's out in uh, where she used to live. It's out in Toronto area. Anywho, she bought me a bunch of books. I didn't know what to do with them. I looked up all the prices. They weren't worth anything much. Anyway, I gave away those books at a yard sale. But hey, you know, that was my decision. I knew what I was doing. I had no problem with it. In fact, the matter is, if I know the book isn't worth something, I'll be more than happy to unload it to someone who wants to buy it off of me. Heck, I'm all good with it. Because I know that someone out there is going to want something from someone. So you just go with what you know works best and you take it for what it is. There's really no right or wrong when it comes to buying a comic book. You just go with what artist or what genre or whatever superhero, non-superhero, fantasy, uh, or, uh, you know, or just really off-the-wall funny ha-ha you know, there's a lot of books out there. There's something for everyone. There's really no limit to what you can find out there. You just got to know where to look. You can go to a comic book store. You just search through the dollar bin. You can take out a bunch of books, and there you go. You buy some, and you're good. Now, what those books are going to hold for you, that's entirely unknown. But at the same time, it's also a matter of Okay, if you just want to buy the book because it's there, and for and for and for a buck or fifty cents, you can't really go wrong with that. And besides, not every book is going to be worth a million dollars. So hey, if you enjoy collecting comic books, or if you want to just buy something out of a quarter and fifty cent bin, I say go with it. Not everything is for everybody, so you can always pick and choose whatever genre you enjoy best. Some books are appealing to everyone. Some people don't enjoy Archie. Some people don't enjoy Batman, Superman, or X-Men as much as others. As I said, there's a little something for everybody out there. So don't worry about it. Just go about it and have fun. Just don't overspend. Remember to keep yourself within your budget. And don't be afraid to haggle on your prices. Yes, you can do that even in a retail store. Not everybody's going to do that, however. You can knock off a few dollars here and there. Especially if you've noticed that the book that you're staring at for the longest time has been sitting there for quite a lengthy period. Now, that being said, you have to keep in mind the shop owner paid a certain amount of money to get it, but that doesn't mean you can't at least haggle the price a little bit you still can get it for a couple of dollars cheaper. If it says 12 bucks, I mean, offer him 10, I don't think he's going to say no. If anything, he'd be foolish to say no. I mean, I've done this before a hundred times. I do it all the time. I haggle my prices all over the place. Don't always take everything at face value, because not everything is written in stone. You just got to remember that. You take it for what it is, but don't forget when you buy a book, before you do anything, and believe you me, I have been 
burned on this several times, make sure you open the book and check it before you do anything. Make sure there's no water damage, there's no cat hair, there's no missing pages, there's no scribble marks on it, there's no bends or folds, nothing of that sort. Trust me, I have been swindled out of some decent money because of this. So I don't want you, whoever you may be, to have that happen to you. Please make sure whoever you're dealing with is a reputable person and isn't going to try and pull the wool over your eyes. That's not something you want to have happen to you. I'm only trying to look out for your best interests because mine have obviously been betrayed. So I'm just trying to look out for you and make sure that you don't get swindled at the register. Trust me. Do yourself some due diligence and make sure you check everything before you buy a book. That's the only way you'll know for sure if you have what it is you're wanting to buy and it is in that decent shape. I've heard stories of people who bought books such as myself and others where they thought, oh, this is an amazing book. It was a, you know, a 9.5, or I'm sorry, 4, 9.4. They open it up, they look through it, and it's at most a 5 or a 6. I'm sorry, that's a, that's a bit of a stretch to say that you're selling a book for a 9.4 price when it's only a 5 or a 6. No, you need to check everything. I don't know if the shop owner is going to get mad at you or not, but you have a right as the consumer to do this. Now, if the shop owner says, oh, don't touch anything and gets mad at you for even suggesting it, turn around, walk away, and don't go back to that store. You have a right as a consumer to be happy and not to be taken advantage of. That's the last thing you want to have happen to you. I'm only trying to look out for you because, as I said before, a fool and his money are soon parted, and trust me, I have learned that lesson in life. As it is, you just need to be a smart consumer. You need to know these little things ahead of time before you start buying comic books. And make sure you check all your barcodes, especially for the more current ones. Because everything is marked with a 1, 1, 1. That's a first print. Or if it says 1, 1, 2... That's a second print. But if it says one, two, one, that's still the first print. It's just a second cover. So you just need to know this. That's all. Trust me, I was taken advantage of when I came to one book. I won't say what it was. I didn't realize it was a second print. But needless to say, it was a second print. And boy, was I mad about it. Anyway, long story short, just make sure you check and please don't let someone take advantage of you you really need to know what it is that you're buying before you go ahead and buy it my grandmother would probably not be very happy to hear these things happen to me but i'm sure she knows in her own way she's probably making sure she looks out for me <laughs> anyway that's all i have time for today but this is just a small little introduction as to my foray into comic books. I have plenty more coming up. This won't be my only podcast. I'm not sure how many I'm going to record in advance. 
I will set up an email for your comments and questions if you have anything. Feel free to contact me on Instagram and at danielbracken32. I'll be more than happy to get back to you. Please don't be shy about sending me questions or if you have any you know, tips that I might want to integrate into my next episode, feel free to leave those there too. And it's been a real slice talking to you and I will see you next time. Bye.